Hello and welcome to the Nourish Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Lauren. I'm a certified health and life coach that works with women to help them end their battle with food in their bodies and to embody unconditional self-love and self-worth. If you feel like you've tried every diet on this planet, hoping to finally love yourself and feel worthy once you get your perfect body, this space is for you. These episodes will open your eyes to the harsh truth of diet culture and encourage you to go within yourself so you can finally see how worthy you are and have always been just as you are. So sit back, relax, keep an open mind, and let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to a new episode. I took the last two weeks off recording any podcast just to spend time with my family and my boyfriend and just enjoy the holidays. So I hope you did the same. I hope you had a great holiday if you celebrated and that you have a great new year. And speaking of new year, you know, I know this time of year, like diet culture is just thriving and there's I'm sure you've seen an increase in ads from weight loss companies and your fitspos selling their new year plans and so on and so forth and it can be a really activating time and I know that it is so tempting to go down that route and to hop on a diet this new year's um and you know I have a whole podcast episode on this but I just want to let you know, like, it makes sense. You know, I'm not judging you or shaming you for having the desire to do that, but I do encourage you to really look at your experience and just kind of question the fact, am I in the same place every single year? Do I land in the same place feeling the same way every single year? Because every diet, every plan is going to sell you the message that this one's different. There's something different about this one. This one actually works, right? It's new and it's shiny and it, it's they're all the same. So I just want to tell you to really look at your experience and really look at what you want this next year to look like, what you want the next couple of years to look like when it comes to the relationship with yourself, relationship with food and the relationship with your body. And if you are having trouble with this, I did launch my self-paced course. And what this is, is it is basically a kickstart course to help you to begin your journey of healing your relationship to food in your body. I know there are people who are skeptical, who are not sure if they want to hire a coach, who are not sure, you know, where to start on this journey. And that is why I created this. What you get is four weeks or however long you want to take of modules with videos, worksheets, journal prompts, handouts to implement um, whatever I teach in that module for that week. And this is going to help you just get on your feet, get some, start to implement some things and really start to see some shifts in your relationship to food in your body. So this is for you if, you know, it can be for a variety of people. It could be for you if you are stuck in a restrictive binge cycle, if you are consumed with negative body thoughts and you don't want to spend another year in, in these patterns, or if you are somebody who you're just sick and tired of feeling guilty around food, you're sick and tired of feeling shameful around what you eat and you just want to have a healthier relationship to food in your body. This is for you too. Anybody who who feels like they could benefit from having a healthier 
more lovable relationship with food in your body, this course is for you. So I will have that in the show notes, the link to um, sign up for that. And something else I wanted to mention is, you know, I love hearing when you guys get value from my podcast and something you can do to support my small business, something that's free is writing a review um, on, you can do it on Apple Podcasts. And what this helps to do is really just push my podcast out there so that more people can get the messages that I'm sending out. Guys, it's more important now than ever for people to be hearing, you know, the people like myself and other people in the same niche that are talking about body image, that are talking about relationship to food, that are talking about diet culture. We need it now more than ever. There are so many people struggling at this very moment with feeling like, they're, you know, the most, that it's such a horrible thing that they gained weight or, you know, struggling with binge eating and feeling out of control with food and hating their bodies. There's so many people struggling right now and there's so many people profiting off of that. There's so many companies (coughs) and people that profit off of that and want to make you feel like you're not good enough so so that you buy their product. So we need people to hear this. We need people to to realize what is actually going on and what can actually help them break through these patterns. So something free, something small you can do for my small business is to just write a review, rate my podcast, um, and I would very much so appreciate it. But moving forward, what we are going to talk about today is before and after pictures. So the problem with before and after pictures and how harmful they can be. So I know that a a lot of people probably think that, you know, they have good intentions when they post a before and after picture, right? Some people use it to, you know, show if they're a personal trainer, they use it to show it as a testimonial, People do it when they lose weight, so on and so forth. And like I said, these people probably have good intentions, but you don't know what you don't know. And what I know to be true is that seeing before and after pictures can do a lot of damage for people. And I wanted to talk about my experience with before and after pictures and what they kind of signified for me and what was behind the before and after. And I think a lot of you can relate to this if you've ever lost weight before. So my senior year of high school, I lost a decent amount of weight. And before and after pictures became a very obsessive thing for me. And I'm not even talking about just posting them. Like I did post them quite a bit, but it was also something that I did just by myself. And what I mean by that is I would have like an app and I would just like put an old picture of myself and then a picture of myself now, like to make sure that I, you know, that I actually looked different to make sure that I wasn't getting bigger. Like it was like an obsessive thing that I was always doing. And I would also post them because to be honest, like you can't deny that people giving you compliments and telling you how proud they are of you and 
saying how good you look like of course that's gonna make someone feel good so like I ate that up (laughs) like I loved posting before and after pictures because I loved that external validation I ate it up I loved it so much and it was especially helpful when I was feeling bad about my body and I would post a before and after picture and I would get that validation and it was like a temporary fix right so I'm telling you my experience because this is something that is happening for a lot of people that are posting before and after pictures. And when you comment on them and when other people comment on them and say, you look so good, I'm so proud of you. Um, How did you do it? So on and so forth. It's important to pay attention to those behaviors that I was engaging in could very well be something that the person you're commenting on is engaging in too. So just to kind of go over, you know, when you look at a before and after pictures, it's important to realize, you know, look at those comments. What are people saying? And like I just said, people are, you know, hyping you up. They're saying you look great. Like, this is amazing. So proud of you. Like, this motivates me. And, you know, how do you feel? What thoughts do you think when you see these before and after pictures? Right? And, for a lot of people, it's thinking, okay, they're before, like that was a, that was a bad body. Like they thought they didn't look good. Like, what does that mean about my body? Right. Or, you know, are you thinking, oh gosh, they look so much better now. Um, their body's so like, it looks so great. They look fantastic. A lot of people think that, okay, well this, what if this motivates me? What if it's a motivation for me? And the thing is, is like, it can be a motivation, but a lot of times that it's coming from a place of fear. And what I mean by that is people are looking at those bodies and they're thinking, my body needs to look like that because look at all this validation that they're getting. And that's what I want. I want that validation. I want to feel that acceptance. I want to feel good enough. And because they're getting that, because of their body, that means that I will get that if I shrink my body and I try to, you know, look like she does. You know, it's usually coming from a place of just fear and a place of lack, right? Because she looks that way now, people assume that her life is is so much better, right? There's this trend on TikTok and if you're on TikTok, you've probably seen it. And and so it's 16 missed calls. And basically what people do is it will be like a picture of them before. And it will say, you know, in quotes, oh, you know, you would never be my type. Or like some like ignorant comment somebody made about that person. Then it will cut to a slide and it will say 16 missed calls. <laughs> and um, then... It'll be a picture of them after they lost weight. And, you know, this is a before and after. And what that's saying when I look at that is somebody hurt that person so badly and made them feel so inferior that they believed that shrinking their body was going to take that away, right? So comments from other people made just hurt them so badly and now that they have this body it's almost like a revenge right it's almost a revenge like oh what do you think about me now like I'm good enough now right don't you think I'm good enough now tell me I'm good enough now 
And I know that sounds so extreme and there's so many people that probably argue with me and be like, well, that's not the case and, you know, so on and so forth. But when you actually take a step back, look at what motivated them. A comment made from another person that was hurtful, right? It was coming from a place of fear. And when we look at these before and after pictures, what they're saying is the after looks better, right? And you don't know what happened behind the scenes. You, had, you have no idea how that person got to that body. You have no idea if they're struggling with an eating disorder, with disordered eating, with binge eating, with some sort of mental illness, right? You don't know if they were crying before they took those pictures because they were feeling so bad about their bodies, but they pulled it together so that they could get your validation, right? It also triggers disordered eating behaviors in other people because they look at that and they think, I want to look like that, right? And they go on these extremes or they, you know, start doing more cardio, start excessively tracking, whatever it may be, out of fear, And again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So you commenting on those pictures and the other people commenting on those pictures, you have no idea what you're complimenting. And just from my own experience, like that fueled my disordered eating. It made me want to keep going because of all the validation I was getting. And I know that a lot of people will say, you know, well, I loved myself then and I love myself now. This is not a, that is, this body's better than the other, right? Like tons of people, but when they post before and after pictures, they will say that. And it just sends mixed messages because what that's saying is I loved my body then, my body was good then, but it's even better now, right? There's no justifying that. At the end of the day, you are saying that, the after is better than the before, right? So I'm asking you to really look at this and to consider what I'm saying. And when you comment on a before before and after picture, when you post a before and after picture, ask what your intention is. What are you looking for when you post that? And, And what could you possibly be commenting on when you comment on somebody's before and after picture? And I know this can be very activating for a lot of you to come across before and after picture. I know when I, you know, stopped tracking macros and I kind of was stepping back from like the bodybuilding industry and, you know, all of that. When I would see before and after pictures, like I would miss it. I would miss like going on cuts and being lean and counting macros. Like it was like a fear of missing out. That's honestly what it felt like. And that may be the case for some of you is that it's almost like, oh my gosh, she's doing that. I want to do that too, you know, and it's important to take into account how those before and afters make you feel in some ways that you can kind of work through this is one, you can filter your feed. So make sure that the people that you're following, if they're constantly posting before and after pictures, they their account may not be serving you and it may be something you want to consider unfollowing them. And with that, we know that you can't hide forever, right? 
you will probably come across some before and after pictures eventually. So it's important to have some tools in your toolkit when that happens. So when you do happen to come across those pictures, take a moment to notice what you're feeling. What feelings, what thoughts are coming up for you? Can you take a moment to just ground yourself and kind of just see if you're you're feeling that FOMO and that 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 feeling of I, I miss this. And, you know, kind of just starting that inquiry of asking yourself, what would be the cost of going down that route? Do I know how she got to that point? Do I know if she is struggling or not? Right? I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. And something, you know, I want to mention that I've kind of been talking about is, you know, if you're healing your relationship with food in your body, please know that this is a grieving process and that's okay. Allow yourself to grieve that. Like I was just saying about my experience, like I would miss it. I missed counting macros. I missed going on cuts. And that was something I had to grieve. I had to grieve my dream body. I had to grieve my you know, using dieting as a coping mechanism and my identity being tied to it. Like there's a lot of grieving going on, things that you have to really allow yourself to let go of. Even though it is, it's hard and it feels like you are letting go of a part of yourself because you are. If your identity is attached to it, it's a really scary thing to let go of. But allowing yourself to grieve that is extremely important you're grieving that part of you, you're grieving that part of your life, and you're stepping into something that is going to make you feel a lot better than counting macros or dieting ever could, right? And it's important to ask yourself, what's more important, your mental health or the opinions of others? And this is when you're finding yourself kind of wanting to go back down that route when you see these before and after pictures, Because it's like you can grieve your dream body or you can grieve the opinions of others and the acceptance from others, which you never had control over in the first place, ever. And I know it's a hard truth, but you don't. Nobody does. We don't have control over what people think about us. And if our worth is tied in that, then it will always fluctuate. It will fluctuate just as a people's opinions and judgments do. It will always be conditional on what other people think of you. So I hope that you found this valuable. Maybe you have some more awareness around how before and after pictures feel. Maybe you have, you know, awareness around the fact that maybe it's not a good idea to comment on them and just what you could possibly be encouraging, the behaviors you could be encouraging, the mentalities you could be encouraging. It's always helpful to, you know, understand these things because people really don't know. You might have not known and that's not your fault. We live in a society that praises a thinner body and that says weight loss is always good, right? And that's just not the case. So with that being said, that is all for this episode. In my show notes, again, there will be a link to sign up for the self-paced course if you want to do that. There will be a link to, if you want to 
request podcast topics. If you have any questions for me about intuitive eating, about body image, about binge eating, about your relationship to food, feel free to drop them in there. You can do that anonymously. There will also be a link if you want to set up a call with me. Um, if you're interested in coaching, there is a link there for that. I am accepting clients right now. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and click on that link and we can schedule a call for with each other. And with that being said, um, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.